bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. All right, so let's get right into news. Um, Giannis just got an extension, I believe, for $238 million over five years. Um, I think we all agree this is good for the NBA, for him to stick with his city, especially in a small market. Yeah, yeah, touch on the the small market's great. So, yeah, because recently all these big markets have been winning it. It hasn't been a lot of small market teams, which I love the littler cities doing this. And yeah, I think, you know, you add a, he's there long-term. So you add a couple guys in the next five years and they're going to be, they're already title contenders. They'll be a favorite before you know it, especially with the best player in the league or top three, at least player in the league. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to touch on like the NBA side of it. Um, I think it's just great for like the NBA in general, seeing people they committed to one team and, you know, or like just ignoring all the super team noise and staying true to that one team just because as of recent, you know, everyone, the trend has been everyone joining up on one team and taking huge pay cuts to win championships. So I think it's great for everyone. Um, NBA preseason, sound full swing. Um, it's about to end real soon here, though. Um, first thing I took out of this was James Harden. Looks like he had a few too many chicken wings at the strip club. Uh, he's looking pretty fat. Um, Rick Ross was actually trending because people were saying that James Harden looks just like him, and that's that's no way to look as an NBA player. But he did hit a few step-back threes, and the Rockets were looking pretty decent in that game. So, Yeah, he's a bit bigger. Hopefully it doesn't, like, affect, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously he'll be bigger, so maybe that'll help, though, when he's, like, driving and shit because he's got a bigger size now. Hopefully he's still quick. Like he was, but no, the biggest takeaway I got was Curry didn't miss a beat 29, four and four and 28 minutes in the first preseason game, which is great to see because he's a, he's just a, such a good guy and great around the league, but, to, and the Timberwolves have not looked good in the preseason. So hopefully uh, that's just the preseason thing and they figure it out, which I think they will because they're all smart. They're all good enough players. They should be fine during the year. Yeah, I really haven't been watching too much preseason. I saw the Bulls beat the Rockets the other day, though, but I don't really, like, watch it or anything. But um, I did see that Harden has been posting triple-doubles, not on the court, but also off the court on DoorDash. <laughs> uh, you know, James Harden giving his best uh, Rod Wave impression last night. I need some fries and chicken. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of giving me some Rod Wave Mario Judah vibes. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, back to back to Luke. I watched that Curry game too. I was watching Flight because I'm like a sixteen year old at heart. But um, Curry, Curry, yeah, he didn't miss. He didn't miss a beat. It didn't look like that. I mean, he was hitting all the shots. He was even taking it to the rack. Um. Jack, your boy, Taylor Horton Tucker from Iowa State's looking oh, yeah, really good. Um, LeBron and his teammates are really giving him praise. Um, I was looking at the Lakers roster, and it's kind of hard to see what they're going to do with it because their team is so deep. 
But, um, yeah, I think Taylor, he's going to be great on that team, um, just defensively, offensively. I mean, he looks like a great all-around player. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a pure scorer, how he was in Iowa State. But, like, I remember he was in the G, G League all of last year, and he's just putting up 35, 40 bombs every game. And, like, if he wasn't on the Lakers, like, he wouldn't be in the G League. But he's just showing everybody now on live television that he's, he's a baller. Yeah, and um, Tony Allen, he said that uh, he was on that uh, Lakers G League team with him. And uh, Taylor, after one game, he just goes, he's like, yeah, I'm too good to be here. Like, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Um, back to your, um, Timberwolves thing, Luke, um, that like a lot more coverage of Carl Anthony Towns situation with all of his family members passing from COVID. Um, Cat has said he's like kind of like a different person. He doesn't really like feel the same, but like he's still gonna go do his job. Like I, I think it will affect like how he plays, but I think, once he gets back and swing things and time passes, you know, he'll be all right. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to be tough for him. But once uh, he starts playing consistently, daily basis, I think basketball is going to be his way of getting away from it. So hopefully he that's like how he approaches it kind of. He's just going to play basketball, get away from it for the time that he's playing. And then obviously it's going to be there. But, yeah, I think he, I think he'll be fine. He's He's a good enough player. So, and everyone else is helping him, like worrying about him, like looking out for him. So, that's good. He should be good. I hope the best for him, though. Um, next on MLB news, the Indians are changing their name. Um, I they they said they're not changing their name to the Cleveland baseball team, but. And they also said they're not changing. They don't know when they're going to change their name, and not they don't know what they're going to change it to. Um, you guys have any ideas for what they should change it to? <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, I, there's not really a whole lot that goes on in Cleveland, so <laughs> I don't know if they're going to try to make it like a, a city thing, kind of like something that relates to the city. But no, I don't really have any ideas, but kind of it's weird because they've been like that forever and that's kind of what you know them by yeah i was trying to think of something i can't really think of it but i know me and you joe we're talking about this sunday and you know it just seems weird because like the word indian's not even like offensive you know like i get it from the redskins because that's like profiling them but like being it like the cleveland indians like that's like a person you know like but i don't know there's there's a lot of soft people out there. Um, <laughs> Snowflakes. <know>, like, <laughs> Snowflakes, exactly. And, like, we were talking about, like, the Vikings. Like, is it offensive to Vikings that Minnesota's named after them? But whatever. Their, their former team name was the Cleveland Naps. You know, so I don't know. Maybe they go back to that. I don't know really what that means. Well, but... what I was thinking is – they should just change their name to like the LeBrons because that's all Cleveland is really known for. Yeah, I probably like... wouldn't even know it's a city if LeBron wasn't from there. So <laughs> the um, Baker. I think the Spiders is a thing too that people like are talking about just because that's like every time someone gets a new name they bring up the Spiders. I don't know why. I don't like it. I don't like the Arachnoids. I heard the Spiders <laughs> thing, but like I would rather be named like 
the fucking snakes or something. Like spiders are just like free, yeah. but they're not even it's like weird. dangerous. Like it's a weird name. Yeah, I I don't know how And it comes like, up every time. It's it whatever. I mean they can do whatever they want because once they lose Lindor they're gonna be irrelevant. So Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cleveland you know, I, I saw I saw one Cleveland Wild things. That would be badass. That See, would that, be badass. That's what they should do. The Cleveland Wild. <laughs> the Wild Things, that would be badass. That right. I think mm-hmm. that's the only team name they should even consider going for. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, yeah. So let's hop into football. We have week 14 scores. Um, first game, let's start with we have the Cardinals versus Giants. The Cardinals finally get another win after being on that long um, losing streak. And they beat the shit out of the Giants. I picked the Giants in this game, and they did have Daniel Jones back, but they really couldn't get anything going on the through the air or on the ground. So, Yeah, I heard something. I don't know if Danny Dimes is actually even healthy, really. They said, he decided he said he was, but – I don't know if he was really, so that kind of was a factor. Because the Cardinals had a ton of sacks, I think, in this game. They just couldn't move. So, and eventually they switched back to McCoy at the end of the game. But yeah, I heard that too. That they said Dana Jones was not like was like around like seventy percent health, like not even like the top fifth percent. Mm-hmm. Just because you could tell, like they they would the Cardinals would bring the house, and he. Daniel Jones is like a good athlete, you know. Like, he's not like a Lamar scrambler. Where he can scramble good enough to get out of pressure and make plays, but like he just fell over. Like he just didn't even try running. But yeah, this is big for the Giants, um, in the like division standpoint too. As uh, Washington got a win this week, which moves them game up. So it'll be interesting how that pans out. I think Washington's definitely the front runner right now, especially after this week. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, we have the Broncos versus the Panthers, and Drew Locke put on a show. 280, four touchdowns, just unbelievable. I mean, I think I took the Panthers in this game, and the Hemler, the Hemster, the Ham and <laughs> with two touchdowns, 86 yards on two receptions. Good, good for that guy. I mean, those two will be a dangerous duo coming up in these years. I did see watch Mighty Ducks, so I get <laughs> I get it now. But no, Drew Locke. I mean, we were watching the game together. It seemed like, oh my god, every throw he made, like that's a beautiful throw. Look at that, look at that ball. And obviously it was. And people were shitting on him after uh, last week too. And I thought he played good again. I thought he played good against the Chiefs, but now nah, he looked incredible. And we love to see that out of him. Obviously, you know the reasons, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I got to give all the praise to Drew Locke, but, like, I think on all of his touchdown passes, there was no one in a 10-yard radius of the receiver. He threw him open. He threw him open. Yeah. <laughs> he fit it in a window tighter than a fucking. A coin ex- slot. <laughs> yeah, literally. In between Michael Strahan's teeth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he would drive a Mack truck through that. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, well, I guess I did take the Panthers because I thought McCaffrey was going to play. He ended up not playing, but Mike Davis still had a good game, good game, uh, fantasy wise at least. He had like twenty some. But I mean, yeah, the hot Hamler and cheese, two catches, two touchdowns, can't go wrong with that stat line. Maybe a fantasy guy to pick up for you 
people in the playoffs. I'm not even in the playoffs. I just pick them up just because. Deep sleeper. Deep sleeper. Well, I was in the I was in the playoffs, but no. The the melatonin uh fancy oh, pickup. Hold up. Week. I picked up so our playoffs. I'm like I lost first round. I can't get top three. I can't get last. I picked up Hertz thinking like, oh, let's just fuck around. I'm picking up Drew Locke. Yeah. I don't know what what I was Who's thinking. Play, but you're starting him. I'm picking up Drew Locke. They're lucky. They're lucky. Aguilar's down on the board right now. He'd be starting for my team. <laughs> Probably a better start than fucking James Conner. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Titans versus Jags. Uh, the Jags really looking as that front runner to get Justin Fields. Um, the Titans poured it on on him early, and that's all he had to do. The Titans end up winning thirty-one to ten. Off the shoulders of Derrick Henry with two fifteen and two touchdowns, he he's insane. Yeah, King Henry, it's King Henry for a reason. He's they call him Baby Brown too. And you see, he yeah, he scored a touchdown. Did you see him do the LeBron thing? Oh yeah. And LeBron had a video about it. It was so funny. He's like, he's like going like Brown's doing it with him. So I think LeBron's a big fan of him. Yeah, but you can't stop him. He's big. He's fast. He he gets a lot of carries, which helps. But yeah, the, they, the Jags just aren't a team, really. So yeah, well, like it helps though, because like if the Titans get an early lead on you, they're no, you know, they're just gonna force feed Henry. Like the games Henry's done bad, they've been down by two scores early in the game, and they got up early on these guys, and they just poured it in with Henry. Just because like once like the third fourth quarter hit with Henry, like. You're gonna get sick of tiring, tackling like a basically a defensive that runs a four four. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he's a stud. Ran for more yards than Tannehill threw for, so <laughs> that's saying something. Um, Minshew came in, didn't really do much, but um, oh, back to Henry. He like we were really young when this was going on, but Adrian Peterson, like in his prime, I like saw highlights and. I think Derrick Henry is like the closest to him as like any other running back in recent years. Just like a guy who'll go through you, but if he's in open space, he's got the burners to do it. Like that that's just what I saw. Um next game we had Chiefs Dolphins. Dolphins about actually came back in this game, but um I mean when you have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey open like at no matter what, like they can just get open whenever they want. Like, the Chiefs are going to end up winning the game, and that's what ended up happening. Yeah, I think that's kind of weird with the Chiefs because, like, usually, you know, you got to have a little bit of a run game, but they don't have a run game because the leading rusher is Tyreek with 32 yards and a touchdown. But I feel like when the Chiefs need something, like, let's – oh, we we need a touchdown. Tyreek Hill just go deep, and Tyreek Holmes throw it to him. You're going to be open. It's a touchdown every time. I, it seems like, and Kelsey's always open. If you give Mahomes like three sec, two three seconds in there, or whatever, Kelsey's gonna, and let him scramble. Kelsey's gonna be wide open no matter what. But yeah, they didn't look good. Like Chiefs played bad, but they still managed to look good. It was weird. Yeah, well, the Dolphins came out of the gates what up ten nothing, and then the Chiefs scored. I want to say it was like thirty unanswered. And then, you know, they just kicked it into gear in the fourth quarter and were just a couple plays away from uh, getting the ball back. I guess it was a little too late when they scored. They had onside it, but 
besides the point, I mean, I guess I think it was a good game for both teams. Like the Dolphins showed that, that they can play with the best teams in their conference. And I don't know, the Chiefs did what the Chiefs were supposed to do, though. Yeah, that 30 unanswered is what did it for the Chiefs. Um, yeah, but Tua didn't play that bad. I mean, 316, two touchdowns, good for him. Um, yeah, we'll move on to the next game, though. We go to the Cowboys versus Bengals. I believe we all took the Cowboys here. Cowboys end up winning big, 30-7. to uh, The Red Rocket got his redemptions game. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, 185, two touchdowns. I mean, pretty decent. Um, but, yeah, the Bengals – Probably didn't have a shot in this game. They probably lost it before it even started. Yeah, there's really nothing that happened in this game. Other than, uh, I think we talked about this when we were watching the game. AJ Green has actually has been play, played all year. I think that was the biggest highlight of the game. He's actually been all, he <laughs> on wood. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. But no, I, otherwise nothing really happened. In this game, I don't think – I think the Bengals found their backup quarterback, if that's even anything. But that's all I got. Yeah. I guess, like, really the only thing that stood out was, like, the Cowboys defense actually looked like they belong in the NFL t- this week. Um, I think they had two defensive scores early, or one or two at least, and they had, like, four straight turnovers to start the game. So if you get the ball four times in a row to start the game, like, there's no reason they should lose. And then the Cowboys – like, even though their record's bad, they have the talent to just beat teams like the Bengals. Yeah. Um, next game, here we go, boys. You got Texans versus Bears. You finally got your win. Um, Trubisky looked really good. Montgomery looked even better. A-Rob had a hell of a game. Um, I think that we all thought this would be a close game. Even Luke thought Texans were going to win it, but you guys poured it on them, and you didn't give them a chance coming back. I mean, you held them to zero in the second half. So, yeah, I think the Bears are looking pretty decent right now, or way better than what they were. Yeah, I think um, it's great for Trubisky to outplay Watson, like, when they played against each other. Because, like, people hate on Trubisky, but, like, it's not his fault where he got drafted. Like, that's – he can't control that. It's people that draft him. But I think if Trubisky started all year, we're at least eight and five, I think, at the like, because there's games we lost and we didn't score enough points. Like, we were right in there with the Saints. We could have easily won that game. We were right in there with the Titans, too. And Titans weren't playing well at the time. So I feel like we wouldn't want, yeah, Vikings. Like, we would, we could have won all those games, I feel like, or at least two of those three. And we're, I think we, Easily could be an eight and five football team if Trubisky started. I, Foles would have won that game against the Falcons. Let's say comes in, wins it, and then we go right back to Trubisky. But obviously, it's easy to say now. But am I up? Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. You know, like I feel like the Bears finally showed their like their full potential in this game. Especially, like, how hot they've been playing recently. Like, their defense looked like a top five, top three defense in the NFL, as they are. Um, Just after the past two weeks of just out of nowhere getting 30-balled by opposing teams for, like, points let up. But, yeah, the offense looked great. Um, You know, these past three games, the Bears have been running it better. Like, running it as good as the best teams in the NFL. Like, Montgomery's been having himself field days, and which is out of nowhere because the offensive line is terrible all year. Um, A-Rob 
continues to show well. He's a top 10 receiver in the NFL. Might be a hot take, but <laughs> for some people, but I believe no, he's, yeah, he's, he's one of the best, like, cat, like catchers. Like, I, he, no, catches he, he, the ball. he hasn't dropped a ball yet this year. Yeah. Neither is Darnell Mooney. I like, think if – when Trubisky plays with the lead, he's very good. He's a very good quarterback when he plays with the lead. And I'm not just saying just because he has to hand the ball, but, like, because when they get down, he just thinks he has to do too much and he, it doesn't work out. But, yeah, when he plays with the lead, he's good because he makes the right throws. But yeah. So, I hopefully – we can get the lead on these games, but yeah, I honestly think the Bears' offense right now is one of the hotter offenses in the NFL. Like you look at the past three games, I think they put up thirty in the past three games. Um, Clicking, yeah, they are. Like both run and pass are both working for them. Uh, if we just can get the defense to play in, we have a shot at making the playoffs. You know, it's a long shot, but it's definitely doable. Um, just one take I had to do. Um, think. Like you're talking about the run game. I think past three games, Montgomery has had like one rush where it goes for like an insane amount of yards that ends up being like the majority of his yards. But is that a coincidence? I mean, probably not. I mean, I guess they have to be doing something right for that to happen. But just saying, that's something to think about. Um, next game, we have Vikings Buccaneers. Uh, if Dan Bailey has a job, I heard that Vikings fans are gonna stop being Vikings fans for the rest of their life. <laughs> Um, Dan Bailey missed out on 10 points total, missing four or three field goals, one extra point. Um, that possibly could have, I mean, ended up winning the Vikings the game. I know they lost by 12, but I mean, when the game's that close, it obviously could have changed things for them. Um, I don't think the Buccaneers look that great in this game. Um, well, obviously neither do the Vikings, but yeah, I think, the Vikings almost put themselves in a position to win against this Buccaneers team, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, I think the Vikings almost outplayed these guys, really. Uh, the Bucks, uh, The Bucks just aren't looking good. And you see what Bruce Arians said? He goes, I felt like we could do anything we wanted in that game. Like, dude, you guys put up 26, and Brady only threw for 196. I don't. It, I don't think you guys could do whatever you wanted. I thought the Vikings outplayed you almost. It's just a couple. Yeah, you, like you said, make those kicks, and it was a lot closer game. And Vikings could have won that game. Yeah, I believe. I mean, the Vikings had more rushing and passing yards as a team. Like they beat them in every category. Besides, I think they might have had. Uh, I don't even know if they turned it over really, but yeah, like if you make those field goals, it's definitely not a twelve-point game. It's going to end up as. Um, just because, like, if the Vikings are up, the whole flow of the game switches. But, yeah, I don't know if Dan Bailey has been cut yet or what, but I know my boy Beast will be having a heart attack if he sees him walk on the field next week. Oh, yeah. So, out of all these weapons on the Buccaneers, you wouldn't think that Ronald Jones would be one that they would even yeah, consider there, using. There's a but I've thing seen, like, throughout I, uh, the season that he's actually, like, putting out I was great listening numbers to the, for these guys. The part of my take. Um, podcast and they said um, let's they said people are hating on Trubisky but like why are we not hating on Leonard Fournette the they, they took him fourth and they took him and who was still available that draft class was loaded for running backs and the Jags took Fournette over Del- McCaffrey Delvin Cook Kamara was in there like I like, people don't talk about that and especially taking a running back fourth overall I like, guess kind of like 
doesn't happen very often. Well, I guess like the only other fourth running back before that was Zeke and Zeke. Yeah, are in the like, that's the thing. I just... Grant's been in a better system, but yeah, like Fournette hasn't done anything since he's in. So, like he or... doesn't even start anymore for the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so next game we have Saints versus Eagles. Um, Jalen hurt so good, actually won a game um, against the Saints, which was absolutely insane. Like, how could we predict that ever? Um, I think the Saints even like played pretty decent on paper, but I like I think just Jalen Hurts being able to run and actually like make plays instead of throwing the ball out of panic and turning the ball over like Wentz does, like save these guys. Yeah, that is a huge loss for the Saints now because they don't have the number one seed right now anymore because Packers got a tiebreaker. But, like, Taysom, he's been playing well, but he kind of got exposed by the Eagles. They're, they basically like made him – I don't know if they just made him throw and he just had a bad game throwing, maybe. Maybe that was it. Maybe just one of those games. But, yeah, I think Hurts is a spark for this Eagles team, but it could be too late now because Washington's kind of rolling and the Giants, I guess they're kind of the same record now. But, yeah, it might be too late. For, but, yeah, a big loss for the Saints, moral of that. Yeah, the fact that uh, the Eagles shut them out in the first half is kind of surprising me just because how their defense kind of – like they have, they have a few studs, but, like, the fact that they can hold uh, – team with the talent like the Saints to zero points in the first two quarters is kind of nuts um I also think like what Joey's like touched on the fact of like that Wentz take I think yeah like Jalen Hurts won't I mean he's a rookie yeah but like he's a mature smart football player he's been around college football for a long like he played with OU in Alabama like he definitely is not your typical rookie quarterback so I think Hurts will do well he won't really turn the ball over I think he's kind of like a Tua Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. Um. Miles Sanders too. Like he's absolutely like playing out his ass. I mean, he kind of like single handedly like won them these guys this game. Yeah. Feel yeah. Like. like the ADR touchdown run. Yeah. And I mean, without it, like I think that Eagles team like wouldn't be able to score them that touchdown and be able to pull it out. Um. Next game. The- Packers versus Lions. Um, the Lions actually almost came back and won this game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Packers are the Packers, so they end up winning it. Yeah, Packers need to – they keep, like, almost not – almost blowing these games. They need to just keep the pedal down, keep going, like, keep scoring. I just – every game they've had, they've kind of, like, let the team back in recently, I guess. But, yeah, Rodgers and Adams are going to be them, and they're going to be fine – by the end, because those two, you're going to get at least a touchdown on 100 yards from Adams, which is Rodgers' automatic touchdown. So, yeah, they're tough to stop right now. They're really they're playing really good. They're hot right now. Yeah, I think Rodgers, I guess after Mahomes' recent game, I think he threw Mahomes threw three picks in that last game against Miami. Yeah. Which, I yeah. mean, Rodgers had a four-touchdown game. He had three through the air and one on the ground. Like, he's definitely making a solid case for an MVP-caliber season for him, too. But, like, granted, like, it was a close game. But if you look at any score, basically, that the NFC North teams play against each other, like an individual matchup, it's always usually 10 points or below, which I know it seems weird that this game was as close as it was. But, like, games are always like this in the NFC North. 
Yeah, that, that's a good point. Um, of course, Vontae Adams had another touchdown, but Robert Tanya in the past four games has had a touchdown. Like, he's an absolute touchdown machine. Rodgers loves his tight ends in the red zone. Um, on to the next game, we have Falcons Chargers. Um, Jack, uh, maybe Drew Locke figured out. I'm not Drew Locke, but uh, what's his name? Justin Herbert, Herbert. figured out how to win football games and ended up pulling it out. 2017. That game was hard to watch. like Anthony Lynn at the end. They ran the ball, and then they had like their guys out there again to go for it, and then they tried to kick a field goal. And it just – it was chaos. But, yeah, um, Russell Gage throws for another touchdown this year. I think it's two on the year. But these teams are very similar. Like, neither of them know how to close out a game. So, I you didn't really know where this was going to go because it was like pick. Like, at the end of the game, they threw a pick, they threw a pick, they threw a pick. It just kept going back and forth. Interception, like, no one wanted to actually win. So, eventually the Chargers said, oh, whatever, we'll kick a field goal and win this game. Yeah, I think in that last fourth quarter, there was, like, three turnovers, three interceptions in that fourth quarter. It was just going back and forth, like, all game. Um, having Eckler back is absolutely huge for the Chargers. Like, if he's not back, they don't win that game. Like, he led them in rushing and receiving, which is huge. Like, I think he had, like, some 20-some and half-point PPR fantasy without even scoring a touchdown. But, like, that's how Eckler is. Like, that's how he makes his bread. But, yeah, I mean – it was just two bad teams slugging it out, and that's about it. Yeah, and I think we're here, like, huge fantasy week for all of us um, being in the playoffs and everything. But um, we all wanted this game to go in overtime. But, yeah, like you said, all the interceptions late ended up ruining that, ruining that for us. Um, Next game, we have the Sunday night game, Steelers versus Bills. Um, ben Roth, I mean – I'm, like, right on the verge of saying that we are frauds. I mean, even though that we lost to a great Bills team. But um, Ben Rosberger, I think he threw three deep balls, underthrew all of them. James Conner only had 18 rushing yards. And Juju's got to stop with this TikTok shit because it's really making him look like a person that he's not. And I hate that. I hate seeing that. Yeah, he definitely got him fired up, that's for sure. Because I don't know if you saw the little pregame Josh Allen thing. But, yeah, the Steelers need to run the ball. Like, they're not going to win games if they don't know how to run the ball. And that's basically been their biggest flaw because it, hurt pa- it hurts their passing game too now. But I think when they get their defense back, they'll be better. Not saying they're s- still that good of a team because I think they're kind of getting exposed now a lot by these teams. And, like, once that pick six happened, like, the game was over. Like right after that, I felt like it was over. Bills won because the Steelers just aren't. You know they're they're passing the ball, and the Bills defense is getting better, but they're still not a great defense. They shut these guys down. Yeah, I think teams are starting to figure out. Like they know exactly what the Steelers run before they even snap the ball. Like it's either because you know they're not going to run the ball. Like if they do, like fine, let them run it and give get one maybe two yards. But, like, if they pass it, you know it's going to be a five-yard out, a drag route, a slant route, or a comeback. Like, that's literally their entire offensive route tree right there. But I feel like, yeah, after that Washington game, like, teams are teams know what the Steelers are going to do. Like, they, they won't stretch the field. They won't take deep shots on you. They're just kind of dink and dump their way down the field. And, yeah, I guess 
the defense can help that team out to an extent. But I feel like it's kind of like how the Bears were a while ago. You know, the Bears were losing games like 24 to like 10. Like, you can't just rely on your defense to hold a team to single digits or something like that every game when they're on the field so much because there were so many times the Steelers went three and out in that game. It was unreal. Well, yeah, and, like, with these short passes, we're not even throwing the ball past the markers. And then when you're not running it, we're making our defense play, like, three-fourths of the game when they should be on it, like, maybe half. And, like, our receivers can't fucking catch the ball still. So it's – and, they, I mean, and the, in the first half, the Steelers actually looked really good. Um, the seven points the Bills did get was off of a pick six, which, I mean, you can't really, like, predict that. But then in the second half, Stephon Diggs was open the entire game. I mean, it looked like the defense just – I mean, it, they might have got tired, like, shorthanded maybe. But, yeah, it just went downhill after that second half. Um. Next game, we have the Patriots versus the Rams, and the Rams made this really not even game. I mean, Cam Newton looked like shit again, which I feel like we're going to be saying that until the end of the year. Um, and then Cam Akers just surprised the shit out of us. He just went off uh, 171 on the ground. Yeah, Cam is not helping my case right now. But, yeah, the Rams – like they're they're playing really well. Their defense is playing really well, which is good for them. And once they make the playoffs, because obviously they're gonna make the playoffs, and if they keep that defense up, they're gonna win this division. That division, I think, I believe. And yeah, Cam Akers, that young, that rookie, he's balling out. But Goff didn't have a great game, but he doesn't need to have a great game if Akers plays well and their defense plays as well. Yeah, I think the words you were looking for, Luke, is that Cam Newton is not good at football. Um, just just a hunch there. Yeah, he does. He does an MVP though. Yeah, but he also throws. I don't <laughs> like. It's literally like Patriots fans should celebrate this as Christmas if Cam Newton throws for two hundred yards or more. Because I don't know how many times he's done that this year. Like we look at the box score, he sits around one ten every game. Like I don't ha- understand how they have six wins when you throw for one. Like when you average around one twenty a game. But yeah, if. The Patriots, special teams or defense defense can't put up points. They're not going to win games. Or, like, put them in field, good field position. They're not going to win games. And the Rams just exposed that to the max right there. Yeah, Jack, I'm – I just – um, Next game, just wait, just we wait, have – Just wait. Game. I'm just looked at it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just looked at it, and he's got three games, I think. He's throwing for over 200. And exactly. Uh, two of – one of them was almost 400. That was week two. And then the other one was at 365 a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, I, I mean, he hasn't been throwing for over 200 all year. That's all. Um, next game, we have Ravens versus Browns. Um, the Ravens came – I mean, so the internet was going crazy saying that Lamar pulled a Paul Pierce and he just faked a cramp to go take a shit. <laughs> I think we well, we can all agree it probably was. Um, <laughs> I mean, he led the team in passing and rushing. I mean, he, like, almost – he put that team on his shoulders and won it against his Browns team. And the Browns played insane this game. Probably the best game of the year so far. But, uh, yeah, Justin Tucker did his thing and won the game for him right at the end. Yeah, that was – yeah, Lamar. Like, you can – I know, Joey, you don't like Lamar much, but, like, 
and he he may not have played. He ran the ball. Like that's what he does. Like people shit on him for not throwing for three hundred yards every game, but like he part of it is his hundred yards rushing. Like that should count for him. But yeah, that's you got to give him credit. That was huge for him. He just comes back in the game after he's been out, and then throws the on fourth down. So he has like one. He has one chance. He has to get it. Otherwise, they lose that game. And he makes a great throw. Hollywood actually caught the ball. And he had like three drops that game. But yeah, so I mean, you got to give him credit whether you like him or not. That was great, good for him. Yeah, I think this is probably the best Monday night football game since I guess you guys remember that Rams Chiefs slugout. Like, yeah, that was that like a was 50, 50 to fifty else. game. But yeah, this game and, was absolutely and insane. There were so many lead changes Mahomes in the fourth five. quarter. Holmes had five turnovers in that game, too. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely insane. But, yeah, this is probably the best game since that game. Uh, just in the fourth quarter, it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think both teams should take this game as a win. Like, both teams proved that they are legit this year. Uh, Baker, like, against a good defense. Granted, Jimmy Smith was out as a cornerback, but still, like, a Ravens defense, which is top tier in the NFL, proved, like, you threw for 343-2. and two. And, like, made plays down the stretch when they needed to. But, yeah, I think the Browns and Ravens are both legit. And they're both, um, I guess, they're both threat to this. They're both, like, big threats to the Steelers. Um, it's actually huge, though, for the Steelers that the Browns lost that. Just because since they lost their 10 game, the Browns have won that. They're sitting at 10-3 and three and have a chance at winning that division. But I think the Steelers have a good shot at winning, like, winning um, the division now. Yeah, um, commercial boy actually like showed that uh, he can play against a legit defense. I mean, usually he's one of them like Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky type quarterbacks that only play good against a shitty defense. But um, yeah, he actually played really good. Then um, the Ra- I mean, the Ravens really. I mean, the Browns they really couldn't stop the run. Um, they haven't really been able to that well the whole year. But then when they finally played the Ravens like that whole I think everybody every one of the running back like all of them and Lamar obviously like had a great day on the ground so I mean like I should have like saw this coming but uh yeah I'll agree with you guys there though that the Ravens and Browns could easily like beat Steelers and they're actually looking like pretty decent at a time where they like need to be huge win for the Ravens too because that yeah Justin, Justin, that wild card spot. Justin Tucker is just automatic from fifty yeah, plus from parking lot distance. Yeah, anything. Yeah, parking lot distance or farther is automatic. I feel like. Yeah, um, I think I think we're done with this week. Unless you guys have any more words, but um. We can hop right into week 15. Um, we have the Chargers versus Raiders tomorrow. Um, Raiders are favored by three against the Chargers. Um, it's actually a pretty tough game. I'm going to let you guys talk about this one, see what you guys say about it. Uh, I think the Raiders are in a must-win situation right now. Like, if they lose another game, they're not – especially in, like, in the – AFC, they're not going to make the playoffs. I think I'm going to go with the Raiders because they score a lot. It's just going to be whether the Chargers keep up with it. I'm going to go Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to take Raiders as well. Uh, the Chargers have talent on the offensive side of the ball. They're just, like, too poorly coached. 
to like win close games. And I just think the Raiders, when it comes down to it, are better coached, have better talent, and just are a better team overall. So I'm gonna take the Raiders in this. Um, are the Raiders getting Josh Jacobs back? Yeah, well, he played, he played last Sunday, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but he got hurt, I believe. Um, yeah, I I don't know if he'll be back, but I think that Booker is. I think that he's pretty solid still. Yeah, I like your guys' take, so especially about like the playoffs coming, and then Jack's take about how the Chargers are so poorly coached. Um, yeah, I'll also go Raiders here. Um, next game we have a Saturday night game, which is kind of fucked up because that interferes with um ncaa football especially since big games this week are coming um but we have bills broncos bills are favored by six i hate to hate the bet against broncos but i'm taking um the bills here yeah that's that's really tough especially after the week drew lock had but i know they did play the panthers just for that reason i'm gonna go bills for they because they beat the steelers by was it like 11 or something? So I think I'm going to go Bills. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills as well. I think they're one of the hottest teams in football right now. Like both sides of the ball are hitting their stride at the right time. And I uh, I think they will handle the Broncos um, pretty easily actually in this game. So we got another Saturday game, Panthers at uh, Green Bay. Um, Green Bay is favored by eight and a half. Um I'm going to like that's pretty high spread, but I think I'd take the Packers here either way, especially at Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going Packers just because um, uh, every bad team the Packers played this year, they've smoked not outside of the their division, outside of the NFC North, I guess. So I yeah, they're just gonna. I think they're gonna handle these guys. Um, I do believe McCaffrey's back, but I don't think it makes much of a difference. I think the Packers can score whenever they want to against a defense like the Panthers. So I'm as well going to take the Packers in this game. Now, the Packers are, like, they are really bad at stopping the run. And with McCaffrey back and at Green Bay, I think the Panthers will run the shit out of the ball. But, yeah, I mean, I took Packers here, so I'll, I'll just stick with them. Um. Our first Sunday game, we have Patriots versus Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins are looking really good lately. I hate the Patriots. I think this Dolphins defense is going to give Cam Newton a hard time. Um, the Dolphins are only favored by two. I mean, if you guys are going to bet the farm on the Dolphins, and I will. Yeah, you can have it. But I think it's going to be very low score. And But I think Dolphins are going to cover by two. Hey, it's going to be low score, though. I don't think there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the Dolphins as well. The Patriots always find ways, though, to play those division games close or, like, have a shot at winning them. But I'm just – the Dolphins are just a better fo- overall football team than the Patriots, so I'm going to take the Dolphins. Yeah, and I was kind of, like, nervous about this, too, because that whole, like, bill check against uh, – rookie quarterback thing but when they played Herbert I mean the Chargers they just did everything like a good football team was not supposed to do and I think they just like shot themselves in the foot more than what like the Patriots did like as a all-around football team I should say Mm -hmm. um but next game we have a huge game Bears versus Vikings Vikings are feared by three um (laughs) 
Uh, I want to take the Bears here, so I'm going to take the Bears. Oh, it's got to be the Bears. It's a must win. We are They already beat us once. We like to split with these kind of teams. The Bears do. Must win for the Bears. I mean, it's must win for the Vikings, too. But the way our defense – the defense has been going. I guess they didn't really play well against the Lions, but they're locked in after last week. The offense is hot on Bears. Yeah, I just think the Bears are the team on a bigger roll right now and have more momentum building their way, especially since how they have been playing these past couple weeks, even though, you know, the Vikings – I mean, the Lions game was tough. But yeah. – Yeah, we should have won. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the defense is going to pick it up. They played well against the Vikings the last time they played them. The defense did. It's just I think the Bears only scored like six points, which is not going to win you any football games. Or no, I think they scored 13 because Cordell Patterson made the only play of the game and returned a kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, but fuck the Vikes. You already know. Like, I'm put uh, – no, nah, I was thinking about putting the farm on the Bears, but I'm not. I have a better game. <laughs> I might put the farm on the Bears cool. from here on out the rest of the year, but we'll see. We, yeah, we need the it. The thing I mean, about the Vikings, the thing about the Vikings favored by a field goal is that if Dan Bailey plays, they're not going <laughs> to get that field goal. So I'm going to take Bears. Yes. Um, next game, we have Lions versus Titans. The Titans are favored by 11. Um, I think I might take Lions here just because that's such a big spread and the Titans kind of play down to their competition like every now and then. So yeah, I'll take Lions. Can't bet on Stafford. Yeah. Is Stafford playing? Do we know? I assume so. Did he hurt last game? No, he played last week. Was that two games? Yeah, last week? Okay. Chase Day- no, yeah, I, I actually know. He got hurt mid game. He came out mid game. Okay. Well, I, I still think 11's big, especially for the Lions. Lions play with teams. I feel like I think I'm going to Lions too, it, especially if Stafford plays. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the Lions as well. They're just like one of those teams that um, – you know what, fuck it. I'm taking the Titans. I just saw a report that Stafford is doubtful. So I'm just – I don't think that defense will be able to stop Derrick Henry. And whenever Tannehill does a play act, I just it, throw it. If um, Stafford's doubtful and he's not playing, I'm going Titans. Yeah, I'm gonna go. T- yeah, I well. usually I usually stick to my word, but yeah, if Stafford's down or yeah doubtful, then I think it's kind of obvious that the Titans are just gonna have their way with these guys. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna take Titans this game. I think Henry will have another field day per usual, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with Titans. Um, next game we have Jags versus Ravens. Uh, Ravens are favored by thirteen. Um, thirteen is a lot. The Ravens are rolling. The Jags are terrible. Um, I think the Jags' only real shot would be on the run. But I like the Rave. Um, I'm gonna take the Jags here just because I hate that thirteen points. Like I, I mean, it's in Baltimore. So, so that kind of goes against me, but um, yeah, I'll just take the Jags. Yeah, the Jags have a tendency to like. Sometimes they do get blown out, but every once in a while they'll hang in these games, and I think this is a game they can hang into because if the Ravens just run the ball and Jags find a way to slow it down a little bit, they're not going to score a lot. So I think Jags are going to cover. Um, I'm gonna take the Ravens this game. Because, you know, last week, Derrick Henry just ran all over the Jaguars. 
and their team that does the exact same. Just eighty percent of the time they're running the ball. That they ran for like two hundred and eighty yards as a team on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think the Jags are capable of stopping the Ravens' run game of whoever it is running the ball. So I'm gonna take uh, Baltimore by thirteen. Yeah, I honestly could have went either way there, but I mean, there's been a lot of games this season where the spread's that high and they still end up winning by 10, but you know, it's just, yeah, you know, um, next game we have a divisional game, Texas Colts, the Colts are favored by seven and this Colts offense looks unstoppable right now. The Texans can't really score or play defense. So I'm going to take the Colts and cover by seven. Yeah. I think the Colts too. The Texans just showed last week. They can't play against that deep defense like that. And, yeah, like you said, Colts are rolling on offense. I'm going Colts. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it, um, the passing game of the Colts is looking better week by week. <laughs> but, yeah, um, actually, speaking about that pass- passing game, uh, the past two, three weeks or so, T.Y. Hilton's finally emerged as the player that we all thought he'd be early in the year. He's for like yeah, 100 in touchdown in those past two, three games. So, and, yeah, the Texans just proved that they can't, stop anybody on offense i think the colts will run or throw however what whatever way they want over these guys yeah um next game so we got buccaneers versus falcons um the falcons are um underdogs by six um i'm gonna have to take the buccaneers here um i think coolio is still gonna be out um, I don't think the Falcons just have any of the pieces to like match up with this Buccaneers team. So I think winning by a touchdown is like fair to say for the Buccaneers cover. Yeah, I agree. I think the Bucs is only a touchdown and they'll, the Falcons just aren't that good. They're, they're going to find a way to not win this game. So yeah, I'm going to go the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going to take Bucks as well with both of you boys. Um, yeah, just the Falcons showed last week they are very bad at football. Like, they just lose games that they're supposed to win. And when they're supposed to lose, they're probably going to lose even by more. So, I'm going to take Falcons. Well, yeah, and Tom Brady in this game, he loves just shitting on the Falcons. So, I imagine uh, that's fair. he'll strike again. So, um, next game, we have Seahawks versus football team. Now, the Seahawks are favored by five and a half, but I think the football team could actually give these guys, like, a really tough time. Um, the spread, if it was bigger, I would love to go Seahawks here. Um, shit. Um, I think I might – I'm going to take the football team here just because I, I just hate how the Seahawks play against teams like this and um, – I think Seahawks will still end up winning, but by six is just a different story. So, we'll take football team. Maybe a sleeper pick there. I think I'm going to go with the uh, Seahawks. I know that defense is really good for Washington, but their offense is horrible. It is terrible yeah. without uh, Gibson. And the Seahawks just pounded. I know they played the Jets. But they Wait, is Gibson them. still out? Uh, yeah, I believe I, I it is. I assume so. And uh, I think is, he is. I'll take and, Seahawks, but I, I, think I was Seah- figuring that Gibson would still be in. I think even with Gibson, I just don't think they're good enough offensively to keep up with the Seahawks. And it's Russ against their defense. Their defense is good, but it's still the Seattle offense. I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to go with Seattle as well. Um, Washington's defense, I do think, will give Russ problems, but 
they're going to find a way in the end of the game to score points and beat this team. Yeah, well, I just looked it up, and Antonio Gibson and Alex Smith didn't practice today, so I got to go Seahawks here. Um, I totally forgot about that Alex Smith injury. Um, It was on that leg got operated on, but I think it's a different kind of injury. So, um, yeah, I – I'd guarantee the spread would will jump up a lot once um once their injury reports come out. But yeah, for now I'm gonna take Seahawks. Um next game we have Niners versus Cowboys. Um I think this will actually be a really good game. Um I'm going to take Niners here though. I think they're way better coached. Um I like their running game, especially against Cowboys. Cowboys haven't had a lot of success in stopping the run this year. So um yeah, I like the Niners here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Niners, too. They're just a better coached football team, better, more talent, just all around there, better football team. I'm going to go Niners. Yeah, I mean, with only a spread by three, I think it's pretty a no-brainer to kind of go Niners here. Um, losing Debo Samuel hurt, but granted, they really haven't had him all year. Um, I think Ayuk will have a big day against his bad Cowboys secondary, and obviously the Cowboys can stop the run, and that's – how the 49ers, that's what the 49ers live and die by, so I think they can just kind of run all over these guys. Um, next game, we have Eagles-Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals are favored by six. Um, this Eagles team being Saints last week really, like, wants me to go Eagles here to cover by six. And fuck it, I think I might. Um, beating the best team in the NFL, like, right now, arguably, um, I think they could hang in there with the Cardinals, even though I think the Cardinals might win. But by six, I think I'm just going to take the Eagles here. Take a lot of underdogs this week. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with you. I think I'm going to take the Eagles because they did look pretty well, pretty good against the Saints, and the Cardinals don't have a defense like the Saints have even. And they looked good against that Saints defense, and the Cardinals aren't really playing good football right now. Yeah, like, I want to take the Cardinals, but, like, even last week against that game against the Giants, the Cardinals still didn't look good. I mean, they look good on defense, but, like, their offense looked terrible still. Um, Just Kyler doesn't look the same. Um, I don't know. Like, D-Hop's basically, like, irrelevant kind of. I mean, he had, he had a good game last week, but, like, toward kind of, like, just, like, garbage time. He was putting up, like, 20-yard catches. But, like, the whole Murray to Hopkins connection is kind of, like, irrelevant at this point, so... Fuck yeah, I'm gonna go with you boys. I'm gonna take Eagles as well. This one's for EDP. Uh, yeah, we love EDP. Um, next game we have Jets versus Rams. The Rams are favored by 17 points. Um, I really just hate spreads that big, even though I bet the Rams could do it. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Jets here. I mean. I I just think 17 is a lot for this Rams team, and I don't I don't like their offense enough to put up that much points. So, yeah, I'll go I'll go Jets. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm gonna go with Jets. I think, uh, like you said, their offense isn't. You got to beat by 17. That's a lot. But the Jets need to lose out because they the tiebreaker goes to the Jags. I believe as the worst team. So, like, if they win one game of these next three, I'm just saying, like, they don't get Trevor Lawrence. 
Yeah. But I'm still going to pick the Jets to just cover the game. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of got a thing for betting on these big spreads. I think I'm going to take the Rams, actually, in this game. Because, like, you think about it, the Rams win 28-10. to 10. Like, there's 18 points like that. And it's definitely a possibility that the Rams, I mean, the Jets score from that 7 to, like, 13 range. And just like the Rams showing them, the Rams showing that they can run the ball so well, I think Cam Makers will feed off that game. Um, Goff will do his thing against a really bad secondary. So I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, I mean, great takes out of both of you. I just, these just, <laughs> that just big spread just scare me. Um, next game, this is, this should be a great game. Hopefully it is. Um, we have an afternoon Sunday game, uh, Chiefs versus Saints. Um, the Chiefs are favored by three, and I'm going to take the Chiefs because, I mean, the Saints lost to the Eagles. I don't think we really got to say much more than that. Um, I don't, I like the Saints defense a lot against this Chiefs team, but, um, the other side of the ball is kind of, kind of scaring me right now. So, yeah, I'll take Chiefs. Yeah, uh, Jack, were you gonna do your farm on this one? No, I'm doing on the next game. Okay, okay, I'm going farm on the Chiefs this game because you only got one by three, and they know they got to come to play against the Saints. And when they know they got to come to play, they're gonna come to play. So I'm gonna go Chiefs. Yeah, I just think farm game. I just think with Taysom Hill's quarterback for the Saints, they can't really hit their max potential on offense just with the weapons they have around them. And just with Hill at quarterback, I don't think they'd be able to keep up, keep pace with the Chiefs on offense because, like, no matter how good the Saints defense is, like, basically you'd already know Tyreek and Kelsey are going to find a way to be open. And, yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. Well, and another thing about the Saints defense was they haven't given up a 100-yard rusher at all for, like, I think the whole year plus. It was, like, 25 games, I think. Yeah, and then the Chiefs don't really run the ball at all, so I don't think there'll be a problem with them if the Saints stop the run. So, yeah, I'm going to have to stick with the Chiefs. Um, Next game, we have Browns-Giants. I think we're all going to go Browns here, just how poorly the Giants played last week. I mean, they've been having good weeks before that, but the Browns are really hot too right now. So, yeah, I'll take commercial boy, and the Browns win this by more than five. Uh, This is kind of a toss. It depends, like, if Danny Dimes don't play, I'm going Browns. And they don't know if he's playing yet. So, if he plays and he's healthy – I'm going to go Giants because they have – I saw a thing on – I don't know where I was looking, but they do cover about all their games when they're underdogs. And it depends if Danny Dimes, if Danny Dimes is there, I got Giants. Uh, I'm going to go Browns. If he's not – Yeah, I'm going to go Browns, and I'm actually going to bet the farm on the Browns. I think even though coming off that loss, they are one of the hottest teams in football right now. Um Obviously, it was kind of a dud game from the defense last week. They just couldn't stop the run or Lamar in general. And a few big plays hurt him. But, like, the offense is really coming into full stride. Uh, Landry is doing good. Like, Chubb's being Chubb, you know. Like, it's hard to find ways to stop this offense if Baker plays like how he's supposed to be. So, I'm going to take the Browns and bet my farm on them. Next game, we have my Steelers versus the Bengals. Um, The spread is – Favoring the Steelers by 12 and a half. I'm actually going to take the Bengals here just because, I mean, we've seen how the Steelers have been playing lately. I think they'll still win by like 10, but to win by 13, I think is like too much ask out of their offense who's just 
playing like shit right now. Um, I think the Steelers should see some more pieces come back on their defense. But, um, yeah, I'll take Steelers to win, but Bengals to cover. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Bengals, but I would not be surprised if the Steelers did win by a lot because maybe this is kind of a game they kind of figure things out and it's not a very good defense. Maybe that prevent either prevents them from winning by a lot or helps them. But I think I'm still going to go Bengals to cover at least. Oh, uh, looks like I'm going to stick with the high spread roll here. Um, I'm going to go Steelers, actually. Um, I mean, if the Vikings – I mean – not the Vikings, but if the Cowboys can beat these guys by 23, I sure to God, hope the Steelers can beat them by more than – or by 13 or more. Um, I just – yeah, this offense for the Bengals is terrible right now. Like, the Cowboys even held them to seven points. Like, the Steelers should just do work on them. And, yeah, hopefully this is the game they figure out their running game because this is the team to do it against. But, obviously, I guess, well, time will see. Um but yeah, I'm gonna take Steelers. Monday, it's Monday night too, and it's against the Bengals. And I mean, it's at Bengals, but Ben doesn't lose to the Bengals in general. I mean, Devlin Hodges doesn't even lose to the Bengals, so yeah, um, <laughs> that's a good take there. So, so that's that's it with Week 15 picks. Um, let's hop into our draft. What we're doing is the greatest traditions draft. I believe the draft order goes me, Jack, and then Luke. No, I think I'm second. Or yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, back, back to what we started the year with. So I'll start off hot and heavy with the Carrie Underwood Sunday Night Football song. Um, I know we look forward to that every Sunday. We, whenever we talk about our weekends, we talk about what we're gonna do Saturday and then Carrie Underwood on Sunday. So well, and yeah, for free, but. Yeah, that, that's a good one. But I think I'm going to go one that is not on any website you look up. It's not. But Penn State Whiteout, Zombie Nation, together. Like, great pick. It's, it's a, if I don't, in my lifetime, if I don't go to a game, a Penn State Whiteout game, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I agree. That is on my bucket list of things to do in my lifetime. Um, Probably the most electric atmosphere in college football. Yeah, honestly, probably the most electric, uh, except for NFL playoff football. But like, yeah, college atmosphere definitely the most electric because you know they always play Michigan or Ohio State or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Big games, oh. whiteouts, exactly. So it looks like I got the turn here, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, this one's instant classic. Anytime, huge upset, huge game, the fans are gonna storm the field, court, whatever they're playing on. Um, great pick. It's just, like, the greatest feeling on earth whenever you're the team or the people storming the court or field. Um, especially, like, you know, like, obviously it's all in college. And college atmosphere just has a different atmosphere than pro mm-hmm. sports. Uh, like, people have, like, pride in, like, their alma mater and stuff like that. And just, like, being 18, 22 years old, like, college students in the student section is absolutely going nuts on the field. And most of them probably hammered off their ass. has to be insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember in high school, like our team was projected to beat everybody, but we still stormed the field no matter what. And like, even though like we were supposed to win, and we won by like a shit ton most of the time, like storming this field just feels so good. I mean, if you've never experienced it, it's literally like, <laughs> I mean, nothing beats it. I remember 
me and Beast would always fucking shoulder bump each other. I'd knock him on his ass every time because I'm a beast. But the be- yeah, uh, shout, shout out the beast. The beast. And then for my second one here, obviously another instant classic, a staple in the sport of baseball. I'm gonna go with the seventh inning stretch. Great pick. That's, That's on my list, right there. Nobody, nobody. Like I mean, like whenever you go to a baseball game, like one of the greatest times. Like everyone's up on their feet. Raising their beers in the air, you know, you got some famous person on the mic for the Cubs game. Like, who cares if you're down by twenty? Who, who I mean, <laughs> who cares if you're losing by ten at this point? The whole crowd's getting into it, singing. You know, it's just like root, one- root, root for the Cubbies. <laughs> exactly. Like, you don't, you can't beat that. Because, like, I know, like me and my family, we always go to Cubs Brewers games in Milwaukee, and I swear, it's seventy percent Cubs fans. And the Cubs fans just scream the Cubbies there, and the Brewers fan absolutely hate it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, with mine, I'm going to go, speaking of storming the court, we're going to go the Silent Night game. Uh, it's by the Taylor University. Like, how electric would that be? You go um, and dress up in any costume you want. It's like Halloween, and they get their 10th point of the game, and they – Everyone storms the court. They're throwing, like, toilet paper and everything. That'd be so much fun to be at, especially because it's, like, a little gym, too. And it's not something – like, you don't hear about the school ever until they do this one thing. Like, that'd be so much fun to be at. Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen, like, videos of that. It is crazy. Um, next, I'm going to pick one for me. Uh, it's seven hours commercial-free football. Whenever he says that, you just know you're about to have, like, the best time ever. Um, shout Some out hot Scotty. picks right there, Joey. Like, then, those, um, are, those are, like, two staples in our friend group right there. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think I think there's a reason. No, no, like, like you, uh, you've got to think about it. Like, what, what gives, like, me joy as a person? Like, it's th- those things. Like, I don't care that you guys like them because, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I could. There's there's no, there's nothing oh, better than like waking up hungover and just seeing Scotty. <laughs> come on the tv and and like man, literally, i swear i swear when we go to kirkwood though guys it's me luke joey and bino like we're the only four that like consistently don't leave our spot all day and watch football the whole time like i think we'll get exactly. bored of it like we could watch red zone for probably a good 18 hours straight i i did complete the Ch- scott hansen challenge so let me let me explain what scott hansen challenge is we talked about last week how scotty does not pee or poop and uh, Luke tried doing it, and Luke completed it. I did not because I got some Lamar Jackson bubble guts action. I think I <laughs> ate, like, a bad uh, chicken sandwich, and, yeah, I destroyed the toilet. But, yeah, Luke, Luke <laughs> stuck it out, so good for Luke. I think you're up. Joe, you got you to turn. No, Joe's oh, got to yes. turn. Oh, yes, I do. Um. Next one, I'm going to do – shit, I got a lot here. Um, I'm going to do touchdown dances um, every time. Like, so, like, when Juju does the Corvette thing, did that last week. When they do the gritty, I sing the song. When, like, the Seahawks all get together, love seeing that shit going on. Like, touchdown dances is awesome. I think we all do them as kids. We do it in front yard all the time, like, you can't score a touchdown and not just, like, go off, so. All right, I'm going to go with um, – so you win, a, you win a championship. You're in college basketball. What do you do? 
He cut, cut down, down the nets. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take that one. Yeah. You just yeah, you tie the little piece that you get to your hat that you want or whatever. I I never got to experience it. I mean, they do it in high school too, and I wish I would have. But like, yeah, that'd be awesome. I feel like what but, I like about that tradition too is like you just remember that for a lifetime. Like, well, I guess the players do. Yeah, you know. Well, like, you get to keep that little piece exactly, too. Exactly. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, so I'm on the turn here, right, boys? All right, so the first one I'm going to go with, I know us Beckman student section fans, huge believers in this. Uh, our principal, not too much, but I'm going to go with the Tomahawk. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Like, could you our imagine being at a – canceled it when we graduated. Yeah. Said it's racist. Yeah, we got we got it canceled, like, mid-volleyball game during this our senior year. and But, like, literally, like, you don't even have to be a follower sport. Everyone knows what the Tomahawk chop is. Like, it's just, like – I don't know. It's it's worldwide. Um, like, could you imagine though going to like a Chiefs game or like a Florida State game and just seeing like a hundred hundred thousand fans, just having that echo through? You know, like insane. Um, and then my last pick here, I'm gonna go with Thanksgiving Day football. Um, I think that's the best part about Thanksgiving, honestly. Like, you got games starting at eleven thirty. They end at the nightcap on seven thirty. And just because of that, like, you just absolutely stuff your face during Thanksgiving all day. And then what do you do? You sit on the couch for the next six hours and watch football. Like, there's, you can't really, you really can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I got two. I'm trying to decide. Uh, I think I'm going to go one of the oldest uh, college football ones, and it's Virginia Tech's Enter Sandman. Yeah, how they walk all the way from there. Like the practice it's a, long, field. it's a pretty long. Yeah, they walk all the way from there. All they come out of the tunnel. You got the whole crowd jumping. That was another thing that would just be electric to be out, like just like Penn State. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw a video of this where this guy's like right next to the tunnel with his phone and he's recording like the players or whatever. And you know the stadium's loud when you can like see the shaking of like it, like you. There's like something where when you listen to your phone and you can tell like the volume is too loud where it yeah. doesn't even work on the phone. Like that's what happened. And like you can literally I I don't know if it's just me, but I can like see the stadium just like shaking when that shit happens. Like that I I would love to go to one of the them games too. That that's electric. Yeah, that's another one. Um We might have to, we might have to take a road trip, boys. In Pennsylvania, Virginia. With the last pick, I could go soft here. Not going to. Um, I'm gonna take something that we never really have experienced yet because of like COVID and everything. But once we get in full swing of things, we're gonna enjoy this a whole shit ton. Uh, tailgating. Um, you know, once you boys get your house in Cedar Rapids, we'll be at the Hawkeye games, just going nuts. Well, you know, once we start going to NFL games, it'll be a game changer. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we even tailgated for, like, a high school game before. I mean, it was pretty gay. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah. Yeah, time, we, so. we would always tailgate, but, like, you know, <laughs> it would be, like, Mountain Dew and hot dogs, you know. You just eat, like, you think of tailgating. Like, Iowa State plays. All right, so they'll play, like, their noon games. There's people out there tailgating at 630 in the morning, slamming. Br- 
Oh yeah, so, yeah, that's that. I uh, exactly. I mean, Bill's mafia is built off tailgating and tailgating. And, you yeah, know, like, I don't. F- I feel like the Bills wouldn't even have fans if it wasn't for tailgating. Because I mean, they've been watching <laughs> losing football since what the nineties when they couldn't win a Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I'll list off my roster. Um, I have Carrie Underwood, Sunday Night Football, Scotty, Seven Hours, Commercial Free. Um, touchdown dances and tailgating. Well, uh, I got Penn State whiteout, uh, kind on the net, silent night, and enter Sandman. I have um, storming the field or court, just like you know, big win. Um, the tomahawk chop, the seventh inning stretch, and Thanksgiving Day football. Um, Shards up, Joe. I like Luke's picks a lot, but um, Jack's, I've just been able to, like, actually, like, relate to more, like, experience them things. So, I got to go with Jack here. Uh, Joey, what were yours again? Um, Carrie Underwood, Scott Hansen, uh, touchdown dances, and tailgating. Okay, and then I know Jack's. Um... I think uh, I'm going to go Jack, too. I just think those are more tradition. Tra- I don't know, rather than yours, Joe, but yeah. Yeah, you're both are really well, the ones I named were more of, like, our traditions, I guess, like my first two picks. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine are all college. I just realized that like, it shows all the electric college sports. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go Joe here. I mean, just based off the fact that you can't be in our friend group if you don't support the first two picks Joey had. Like yeah, they're they're, they're mandatory. Whenever, whenever we get together, like you gotta go nuts for carry one, and you gotta like leave, can't leave your spot for seven hours. Like you just get some sticks and slices, watch Scotty. <laughs> get some sticks and like, slices. You, you, you got some sticks and slices in one hand. You got your fantasy in the other hand, and you're just chilling, watching Red Zone all day, and probably just like complimenting Scotty for being probably the greatest commentator on earth. And then yeah, every well, like I could name two every time Drew Lock comes on the TV on the red zone, you got a nay. Um, but yeah, back <laughs> back to that um seven hours thing though, like in the carry thing, there'd be like people kind of like Derek or like Dave who are like wander off into the rooms like midway, but like they're always there for the seven hours commercial free, and then they're always there for the carry underwood. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was talking to Bino about on the ride home. I'm like, you think about it. It's just me, uh, both of you two, obviously, and Bino. We're like the only four one, well, the only four that actually stay and watch all of Red Zone and Carry. Like, like Tom comes for a couple hours, and then he leaves, and then like we'll no, he'll, he'll come cuddle, for a couple hours. Derek. Yeah, he'll come for he'll come for a couple hours, yeah. and the whole time he's there, just go on his phone in someone's bed. And then Dave's usually just absolutely blitzed in his room. Yeah. And Beast, yeah, and then Beast is never – I mean, like, I, I guess away. whenever Beast's there, he's always hanging on the couch with us, but he's on his phone. Uh, snap, but snap he leaves earlier. Thoughts is there like, yeah, and then when he's, there. Not, when he's not on his phone, he's saying some, like, delusional <laughs> shit that's just like, it's like, Beast, you got to fucking get her – I, I love like, when he sits next to me. I just have him, a field day. I, I told him – I told him last Sunday that he doesn't know his head from his ass when it comes to football, and he did not like that. Yeah. He pretty much told me he kissed the ring, and like, all right, that's kind of fair, but um, 
Yeah. So that so Jack ends up winning. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Um. Do we all know who won our farm games last week? So actually, um, I betted on the Browns covering by three points, which they were all game until the last <laughs> second when the Ravens got a safety on that play where they kept lateral in it. So, you know, I was covering until the very last second of that game. So I ended up You're one of those guys. Yeah, yeah so we were <laughs> – I forgot to, like, look back at the film, but I remember on Sunday saying, like, you guys were saying – you didn't remember me picking a farm, but before the game started, I said I was going to take the Colts, and the Colts won by like yeah. fucking twenty or something. Yeah, I think so, they bombed them. Yeah, um, so I won there. Then Luke lost, obviously. What an idiot! Bet against the Bears. What a shitty fan. That's but, um, <laughs> what an idiot. Well, Jack, so we have yeah. the biggest Saturday of your life coming up this weekend. You got any words for that? You know, Cyclone fans. It's been approximately 108 years coming. Last Big 12 championship, 1912. <laughs> like, I think at that time it was the big six, actually. So, there's we only compete against five other schools. Like, come on. <laughs> and, I would, and, like, the players, you know, the players playing yeah. for Iowa State and the other teams there were probably, like, part-time football players, part-time, like, owning a farm and working for their parents still. So, this arguably is the biggest game in Iowa State football history. And... They're, uh, I just saw someone on Twitter. They're going all black unis, like black helmet, black jersey. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're doing like, blackout. If that doesn't like give you shivers, you're not a true fan. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm gonna be like absolutely going ballistic all game. Doesn't give me I'm supposed to be out of town that game, but I'm not leaving my chair. Shout out to that 1912 team wearing leather helmets, no face mask, probably like exactly. Like, yeah, we go, we go from that pads. having the Heisman ah, running dude. back. Like it's just it's been a long time coming. Oh, one question though, is pandemic purdy an actual thing? Um playoff purdy will be a thing next week. After they beat OU, Ohio State loses, and Clemson loses, playoff purdy will be in full effect. I mean All right. Can't wait. But Hawks play Gonzaga. It's on a side note. And, yeah, huge big one. game there. And Michigan doesn't want to play us because Jim Harbaugh they don't want to us. lose the job. So he's like, fuck it. Lose. I'm not losing you yeah. the Hawks. So we got our game canceled, <laughs> but that'll give us time to watch Jack. Hey, we got a, we got a big precious game. Yeah, I think I think Iowa and Iowa State play at the same time, though. What Iowa, Iowa plays at 11 on Saturday, too. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Iowa State's at 11. That's stupid, but they are at 11. Fuck. Yeah, I know Iowa was. I thought Iowa State was maybe later in the day. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're Damn. all together for that. That'll be that'll be pretty electric. I'll pull oh, exactly. up two, pull up two TVs, <laughs> two TVs. But well, no, we got to get Scott. We, we got to like, get Scott to hook us up. We, 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 I know we, yeah, we got to get a dude. fat double box from Scott. Yeah, no commercials. We need here. a double box all day. <laughs> double Insane. box. Alrighty, so um. I think for the most part that wraps everything up for this week. Um, do you guys have anything you guys want to say? Nah, Titch, go Hawks. Roll clones. Like always, roll clones. I watched uh, Anchorman last night.